Welcome, everyone, to That Kind of Nerds Podcast, a weekly show that tells you what is going on in the nerdy world. I am CJ Mellon, joined by Josh Burns and Brian Thornton. What up? I've got my Savion Blanc. Let's talk. <laughs> Can't say hello. You have to inform us that you're drinking wine. Okay. <laughs> it's not really. He's not really drinking wine. If Whatever I say that hello, is. It validates their existence. Let's just do this. Infinite Monkey Theory, uh, Citrus Hop, Savion Blanc. Listen. I was in the store. Oh uh-huh. It had a monkey on it. Uh-huh. And I said, all right, let's give it a shot. I don't know what's in here. If for all I know, it could be monkey piss. That's fine. I just when next time you go to the liquor store, you just call me and I'll tell you what to buy. Well, much like Brian's uh, wine in a can concoction, uh, Brian has massively put together his handpicked artisan collection of movies coming out for the month of March in a segment that we call The Blockbuster. Brian, take it away. I did not put together the wine. The infinite monkey theorem <laughs> put together the wine. Just, and what I just noticed is it says monkey on the tab, in case the picture of the monkey did not tip you have off. You, have you had many of these monkeys? I'm very confused as to the... Oh, it's only 12 monkeys. I'm going oh, okay. to let you figure out how many monkeys are in this barrel right now. <laughs> 12 monkeys right. in the barrel. Take it away, Brian. Oh, March sucks. Yeah, pretty much. There is one movie that came out, Captain Marvel. I think we've talked about it. You people haven't seen it, but I have. Came I'm out seeing, yesterday or today. Tomorrow. I'm seeing it, tomorrow, it tomorrow, so the time that this is released, I've seen it. Oh, okay, great, CJ. What did you think of the movie? I thought it was, amazing. It was really good, and I loved the, <laughs> the work that they did to de-age Samuel Jackson. I thought that was just a, it really held up. Coming out March 15th is Captive State. It uh, is like an alien invasion. Well, not even alien invasions. The aliens have already invaded movie with John Goodman, and that's the only person I know in it. It looks interesting. No, you know Vera Farmiga, and, and I'm sure you know Machine Gun Kelly. And Yeah, I'm just, I, haven't, I, I just forgot that they were in this movie. More importantly, it looks captivating. This definitely, this definitely seems like a movie you're like, hey, do you like District 9? You do? You'll love this. Didn't like District 9? You're probably not going to see this. Yeah. I don't know if I'm going to rush out to the theater to see this. No. But it's definitely something I'll watch in the digital world. But if that doesn't suit your fancy and you're not going to see Captain Marvel for a second time, you can take your, your lady love to see Five Feet Apart, Oof. which is all about people with, uh, I believe, a cystic fibrosis. They can't get more than six feet close to each other or something like that. They have to stay maybe five feet apart. No, six feet apart, but she just wants one extra foot if you oh, saw the trailer. this oh, looks god It's got Cole Sprouse in it, and it's about love. Oh, it looks really, really bad. You it are a Cole Sprouse lovey. And then, if that doesn't suit your fancy, you may want to take those little rugrats to see Wonder Park and let their imagination run wild. Listen, he, let me let me tell you about this movie. I'm so fucking tired of seeing trailers for this goddamn movie. Looks dumb. I want to just scream at people. Can it be March 16th so I never have to see another trailer for this movie again? It does look uh, dumb. Well, you know, but the thing is, like, they're over-advertising it because I don't think that – I think they know that no one going no to No one's going to see, see it. Movie. Spoiler alert. I make it, but the mom dies, and that's why she stopped inventing things. Duh. Speaking of movies no one's going to go see, March 22nd comes uh, Beach Bum. Actually, I correct myself. Sounds like it stars Matthew McConaughey. Am I right? Josh is going to go see it because it is a Matthew McConaughey movie. But definitely out. And he loves some Matthew McConaughey. Oh, is this where he's the batshit crazy guy? Yeah. 
Yeah, where he's just doing shit. You know what's funny is if it had a better, um, like a not Matthew McConaughey lead, you look at the rest of it, you got Isla Fisher and Snoop Dogg and Zac Efron and Jimmy Buffett and Jonah Hill. Like, Martin Lawrence is in there. Mm-hmm. This is a movie mm-hmm. I would want to see if it didn't have Matthew McConaughey in it. But that's okay, Josh. I know what you want to see March 22nd. It's going to be the movie Us. Oh, no, no, no. Nope. Directed by Jordan Peele. I am Hard so no. scared of this movie. It must Hard it's no. so good that I'm I'm like I can't even watch past the trailers. But I already lo- I already know it's a good movie. I already know it's a good movie because I can't see it. I can't possibly see it. Nope. That's okay, Josh. Because None of this I is know okay. I know what's going to round out March for you. Don't say it. It is Tim Burton's Dumbo. Nope. You you've said three words there that I strongly object to. Comes out March 29th. Dumb no. Ho <laughs> Think we're all excited. Ava Green, Michael Keaton, Danny DeVito, Colin Farrell. What's not the love? One-armed Colin Farrell. How's that going to work? I don't know. I'm going to go find out, though. March 29th. That wraps it up for March. Well, if you're interested to hear our thoughts on Captain Marvel, I do want to point you to our Patreon, because this month, that is the movie that we will be reviewing we're going to be doing the spoiler cast for Captain Marvel, and our retro review this month is going to be Green Lantern. Mm. So uh, I watched it last night on my flight home. Oh wow, airplane movie! Mm. That really, yeah. Uh, I, I gotta, I gotta watch that this week. Yeah. So uh, that's what's going on, on our Patreon. If you'd like to get access to those two exclusive episodes, as well as the newly released "Fighting with My Family" spoiler cast, I highly recommend you go to Patreon.com/slash Nerd or check the show notes. And uh, subscribe. Uh, we greatly appreciate spoiler your support. Spoiler for the spoiler cast. No one fights with their family. <laughs> That's not true. It's all fake. Rest it's, in not fake. it's not it's fake. It's scripted. Yes, Calm down. please. God damn it. <laughs> all right. Well, now let's turn our attention to the world of TV and movies in a segment that we call Screen to Stream. So we now have a better look at some. Oh, man, I can't believe I'm doing this. Sonic the Hedgehog in, in, in a live action form. I, I mean, I don't know how to feel about this, considering I've seen no actual footage. I've just seen this, this rendering oh, of God, him. God, he looks so terrible. He does look real bad. Why is he terrible? It's... Mm, this looks like Sonic. Regular, he's got regular... He looks exactly like Sonic. He's no, got this regular-sized shoes on and doesn't have giant hands. It's like Rocket Raccoon became Sonic. No, no. but this, there is, this, is, this did not need a live-action like adaptation. I don't want to see the individual fair fro- hair follicles just... If you want to do a movie, I'm fine with it. Just give me a, a cartoon. Give me like, like DreamWorks cartoon of it. That this is so dumb. It looks bad. Like the 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 Pokemon and Detective Pikachu look different, but none of them look bad. They just look realistic. This Sonic doesn't look. It doesn't look anywhere near. The, it's it like, like they didn't base him off the, the original, original design. design. It looks like yeah. Sonic the Hedgehog. No, no it, doesn't. it doesn't. It absolutely does not. In fact, in fact. You should click the link in the show notes, see some of the redesigns that people are doing on it to make it look more like Sonic, and you'll see how much like not like, like Sonic, Sonic it looks this like. looks. Yeah. Are you looking at the same picture I'm looking at? The left is the official, the right is the edit. Yes. What's wrong with the top? I don't understand. They look exactly alike to me. They look the same. Look at the eyes. The eyes are all wrong. The nose is a different shape. Everything is wrong about it. He just looks off. He there's nothing like terrible. There's nothing I can I can point out and say no. this is why it doesn't feel like Sonic. It just feels off. You know when you walk into a room and it feels like somebody's been there and messed with your shit. No. And you're like, someone messed with my shit. This is what it feels like. No. 
You didn't grow up on this shit. You were a teenager not playing Genesis at the at this time. I mean, I I mean, my buddies had Genesis. I played Genesis. Um, this looks exactly like Sonic the Hedgehog. All right, your it looks memory, like Sonic. your memory of Sonic and our memory of Sonic are very are very different than yours. And listen, I, I, there's a look. I see. There's a gold. There's a gold ring. Look, a gold ring. Here's the thing. I'm not saying this movie is is you know doomed to fail because it doesn't look like it that's fine no, I just, I just, it's just it doesn't meet with most people's expectations and it's just it's just off and it's just off by a little bit enough that you're like enough to make it unsettling what is it like it's just something about like you i'm spending more time on it yeah you guys are being weird you're weird uh, so uh, listen, i listen i i would like to see footage i would like to see a trailer before i i make up my mind just this design just looks off and i just i kind of i just want to tweak a few little different you know things. it just just makes me feel like 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 Ants are crawling under my skin. Ew, wow. I'm just saying, that's how it uh, makes me feel. That's the emotion it elicits uh, out of my brainscape. So as we know, the final season of Game of Thrones is set to come out very, very soon. And uh, George R.R. R. Martin has uh, come out and say that there may be some discrepancies between the Game of Thrones finale and his books. To which the we books all that cry. he hasn't written yet. No shit, Yeah, Sherlock. duh. Right. Uh, the- He's... He's at this point two books behind the series. And clearly his strategy is I'll let HBO write that. I'll take what I like from that and make it in the book. And the things I don't like I'll just I'll just do myself. And that's fine. I mean, I'm still going to read the books. Best strategy ever. Let someone else do the heavy lifting and then you just come in and be like, "I will continue to make money off of this by myself with the thanks of your work." So if people are not happy with the season finale or the series finale, he'd be like, "Oh, okay. I will change the ending." Or, yes, I will do exactly this. So he gets to kind of do a little bit of trial and error. Good for him. They're his, they're his characters. He can yeah. do whatever he wants. Do whatever he wants. I, think this, I just think this is brilliant. I think this is the best way to figure out how would I write the end. And be like, oh, okay, well, I'll change this. <laughs> it's going to be, nah. well, I'll tell you what I'm not going to do. Play Journey and fade to black. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not going to Sopranos this at all. I will laugh hysterically if that's how Game of Thrones ends. Right, 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 right. Dragon comes out. Steve Does Perry. White Walker step up. Before, right. like, the Battle of Winterfell, it just fades to black. Everybody's playing Don't Stop Believing. That's how the show ends. They haven't, Everybody's The angry. White Walkers haven't spoken yet, so they, they may as well just sound like Journey. <laughs> I just think it's a brilliant tactic from George R. R. Martin, and I applaud you, sir. And yes, I'm okay with things being different than the, the TV series. Uh, Josh, you had thrown this into the, the topic list here, and I'm very curious to, for the larger discussion. Chris Nolan uh, is about to start shooting his next movie, uh, and he's rallying directors to get moviegoers into the theaters versus going to like Netflix. Uh, talk to me a little bit about this uh, this article. I just thought it'd be a, a good discussion about a broader topic, which is that we we've seen in the past couple of years a ton of of you know big name actors make movies that were you know. Netflix originals, Amazon originals, whatever. Um, certainly that takes away from the box office. And you have to wonder in the long run what that does for the movie industry as a whole. You Did you guys not see the big news story about Spielberg and the Oscars? Yeah, they've been uh, – Spielberg and Netflix have been in a pissing match uh, over trying to exclude some of these movies from being nominated for Academy Awards unless they're no, he, released he, in theaters. He's saying yeah, – They shouldn't be. He's saying in order to be nominated for an Oscar, you should be released in the theaters, that Netflix should be nominated for Emmys. I agree that's with the, that. That's the big thing. I'm not so sure I agree with that. Well, they're But they're not they're – not, <laughs> 
They're not I box see the office point, movie. but I'm not so sure I agree. Yeah, I, I, I agree with that. Like, like Roma, right, was in select theaters. But, like, Netflix's argument is, hey, we want to give people who don't maybe have the ability to go see small indie movies the ability to see small indie movies that may be actually really good and nominated for, uh, should be nominated for awards, but because they're just on a smaller scale, no one can see them. We give people I'm, the opportunity I'm gonna to see give you. I'm going to give you the perfect example as to why I don't agree with this. I hope it's perfect. We'll find out. You tell me. 10 years, 20 years ago, like in the 90s, mm-hmm. like you had like your major blockbusters, which were garbage, but, you know, major blockbusters like, you know, Eraser and Drop Zone and stuff like that. But like movie theaters were so prolific. You had dollar theaters, dollar fifty theaters, things like that. You had all the indie stuff out there, too. You could still see a movie and, and not have to watch a big blockbuster. So the Oscars was still pulling from all of that stuff. Now, because movie theaters are not everywhere anymore, and you really only have a couple big ones, and all they do is the big blockbuster stuff because they need to make money. No one's blaming them for that. Mm -hmm. There is not an opportunity to see smaller movies. So I will equate this to if American Psycho came out today, it would not be in movie theaters. It would be a Netflix original because... The budget was low. The people didn't have the, a ton of money to put it in theaters. Most people have discovered that stuff on, on like movies like American Psycho on VHS or Equilibrium on VHS or DVD. And you didn't see it in the theater. So I, I think 20 years Those ago. Those aren't movies that were ever going to be nominated for anything. It, it, that's not the point. They, they should have the chance to be nominated. All right. Look, it's so not, you, you said Netflix original, and I want to point out, like, Scorsese, uh, uh, De Niro, Pacino, Harvey Keitel, and Joe Pesci are doing a Netflix original that will be a theatrical release. But they're only making a theatrical release in small select theaters, so that way it can be nominated for an award. It's legitimately. Just are we sure? Are, yes. are we sure yep. that this that the that the Irishman is going to be select theaters only? Yes. Yes. I don't think it's a really? wide release. Yes. Yeah, I don't think it's a wide release it, at all. You're you're going to only see it in like major cities: Philly, L.A., New York. That's it. Yeah, it's major. And it's markets. only going to be for like four weeks or something. I'm I'm the, looking the, at an article that says they're working on a wide theatrical release. Sure, they're working on it. They're not doing it though. Yeah, and here's the other thing, Josh. Like a movie like that, yeah, Scorsese, whoever freaking produces that movie will back him a hundred and ten percent because it's freaking Martin Scorsese. Well, those are the put, that's what I'm talking about. I'm not but, talking but, about. But the thing, the fact of the matter is, like, there are plenty of smaller movies that got Moonlight got uh, got nominated for an award and won an award and. No one freaking knew about it until it won an award. My point is that these smaller But that movies, was a theatrical release. I I, That's, I know. And, and, and that, and that my brings me back to what Christopher of, Nolan's talking about. Right. He's, he's talking about these movies should be in theaters. I Listen, I agree. I love the movie theater. I'm saying if, if, if you are an artist who does not have the money that Christopher Nolan has, that Martin Scorsese has, who does not have the clout – that will allow a producer to back you that much money to do a wide theatrical release or even a limited theatrical release for a couple weeks to be eligible for an Oscar. It's really hard to get noticed. And there's a lot of good stuff out there. And the fact of the matter is that there's no venue for it anymore. It's all streaming. So why shouldn't these, these things be nominated for an Oscar? Why shouldn't they get the recognition for the art that they are? Not just because they weren't in a theater. 
So I I agree with the the fact that the movie going experience, the movie theater experience, especially for certain movies, is the best way slash the only way you should experience the movie for the first time. You look at a movie like Dunkirk that needs to be seen in an IMAX theater. If you're not seen in an IMAX theater, just like what are you doing, right? Pretty much any Christopher but, Nolan movie because he's very technical. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But but here here's the other part. I'll I'll cite the movie uh, uh, Bright and and um, Chronicle. Two really good Max Landis movies that one of them was released in a streaming service and got good good press, right, and good buzz, and a lot of people watched it. We'll debate if it was a good movie later on. And Chronicle, which was a really good movie that was in a theater, but nobody saw. But it's really, really good. But nobody saw it. it it's the balance of, I understand the movie-going theater, uh, the movie, movie experience. experience. Thank you. I understand that the movie theater experience is very important. I treasure it. I like it a lot. I, I want to do it. But I also have two kids. It's hard to go to the movies. And if you don't live in an area that's a major market, if you're in Ohio, if you're in uh, Wisconsin, uh, you're not getting as many AMC or, or, or movie theaters. You're out a there. half hour drive from the nearest movie. Kind of like people with uh, Apple stores, right? It's hard to even get to an Apple store. So I understand the premise. I understand the bigger part. And the bigger part of the conversation is we can't close down movie theaters and just rely on streaming because then you lose a lot of the movie experience. I agree. However, this is not a one size fits all approach. And there needs to be give and take in order to allow these two things to coexist. I really think the answer is not when we're talking about things that should be nominated for Oscars or things that should be recognized in general. I think the answer is not whether or not it's in theaters. I really think that community needs to sit down and define certain parameters by this is what a film is. This is what we would consider as far as a film for an Oscar. And this is what we consider as an Emmy for like a TV movie or something. I think there's a lot that goes into it. Things like production value and runtime and, you know, just overall quality. You establish some rules and that's what you go by. Because these Netflix movies, to to Josh's point, are getting big name directors, big name actors. You got Bird Box that had Sandra Bullock in it. You know, mm-hmm. she's not exactly cheap. You had Bright that had Will Smith in it. Like, you got like some clout there. Why shouldn't these people be recognized for the work that they do? You know, yeah. that's all I'm saying. And the Emmys, as much as you know, I, listen, the Emmys are a huge deal, and they're it's an honor to get one and everything. But there's so much, just so much, like just thrown in the Emmys. It's like it's like the oh well, if it doesn't qualify for the Oscars, then we'll just throw it in the Emmys. It, it's like a it's, it's like a participation badge almost to to certain things. It's it it doesn't have the clout that the Oscars have. And I, I think they need to redefine the rules of what makes an Emmy and what makes an Oscar. That's all I'm saying. I'm not saying there's any right answer. As you can tell, I've thought a lot about this for no reason at <laughs> Clearly. all. Clearly, this, no, this topic went a whole different direction than I thought it was going to go. He just, Brian just so, wants to thank the Academy. I was just about to say, uh, dear Academy, please hire Brian Thornton. I'd like to thank my family for always supporting me. The man God upstairs, right. the man upstairs. Man upstairs, obviously. You're the real MVP. Your neighbor? Why would you think your neighbor? That's true. I've never met my neighbor. Not going to lie. All right. Uh, since we're talking about the things that belong in movie theaters, I I saw this trailer today, and I, I don't know. I, I honestly don't know what to think. Okay? It's called Framing John DeLorean. It stars Alec Baldwin alongside the real John DeLorean. Yeah, it's like a half a documentary and a half a not. The first seven seconds of this trailer explains what it is. 
Dave Freeman has the first uh, feature film making of documentary behind the scenes movie. It's I, I, again, I, I don't know what to to make of it. I'm very interested. I I love uh, documentaries, but I, I do like uh, a good feature film. But it's like Alec Baldwin is John DeLorean. Alec Baldwin is Alec, Alec Baldwin. Baldwin is Alec Baldwin. And, and it, it, I'm just intrigued. I don't know if I like this. I That's the thing. It's not your standard biopic. It's not your standard documentary. It's like the, the, the two got together and were like, let's see what happens. And I'm just intrigued. I have no idea what to feel about this. What about you guys? It looks like nonsense. To me. It looks pretty crazy. I don't know. I, I mean, I'm interested, but I'm like, I mean, it's on it's, Netflix. It's, it's, a, it's a film festival movie. Yeah. Oh, it's it's Sundance. I got the ass. Yeah. It's Tribeca Sundance. Yeah. It is the inception of movies. Inception was the inception that's, of movies. That's very true. I can't tell if it's garbage or if it's something that's uh, going to be the first oh, of I its kind. No, I don't think it's garbage. I think it's like, I think it's ooh, like, it's like trying to be edgy, but nobody understands the subject matter. So is it going to come off as edgy? Probably not. It's IFC Films, right? So, you know, it's not it's not a bad studio. It's just, you know, I don't like why 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 DeLorean? I, I don't know. It, it it reminds me of a little bit of like um like some of the Adam McKay stuff where the fourth wall gets broken a lot during a biopic and like things are explained to you in in a different and weird way and it's just, you know, it's attention grabbing. It, it makes you kind of understand the sequence of events, but but this is just taking it to like another level. Like someone got high it's, and was like, "I'm going to do what I Adam mean, McKay it's going to be it's gonna be hard to understand, like what? Yeah, where where does the wall break? To, yeah, where does the wall break? Right. So if if we're seeing Alec Baldwin as Alec Baldwin in John DeLorean makeup, but then also Alec Baldwin as John DeLorean, but then also footage of John DeLorean, I'm not really sure what's happening. Yeah, I uh, again, I think it's either gonna be really good or uh, this is the first and last movie of this kind. Of this genre, yeah. I just, I, I don't know. I, I'm, I'm interested. I, I really want to. Fast forward three months from now, CJ's like, "This is the greatest movie ever." I probably will. I probably, I am. Listen, let's, let's look at this. I am it's the target audience. So far audience. up its own ass. I love it. <laughs> yeah, I am the target audience <laughs> for this movie. Don't, don't, don't be mistaken. Uh, I would definitely have to report back, but I really want to turn into you, listener. I, I want you to go to the show notes, check out this trailer, and just, just tell me how you feel like the first minute after you watch it. I, I just want to know what was going through your brain. After you got done processing the trailer, and and if you're interested, I'm not saying you'll see it, but if you're just interested in the movie, uh, just I'm very curious to hear what, what what's going on in your brains. Well, ladies and gentlemen, let us now turn our attention to the world of comics. See how it's affecting TV. See how it's affecting movie. But most of all, how is it affecting Brian this week, ladies and gentlemen? It's time for Cape Talk. Cape Talk. After eight glorious seasons, CW's Arrow will uh, end. Uh, this fall will be the last season of Arrow, ending its uh, well creation of a uh, many shows and the Berlanti verse, and uh, kind of changing the way that uh, comic book movies are, are comic book movies, comic book TV shows are television. Are television. Um, I fell off of Arrow a long time ago, many seasons ago. I know you two have been keeping up. What do you feel about this? Is this sudden? Is this about time? I'm behind. I wouldn't say I've been keeping up, Bob. I'm 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 behind. Uh, I I love the show, but but yeah, this makes sense. They've done everything they can. Like this 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 season, I I, I as much as I enjoy the show, Green Arrow as a character, I'm surprised they've gotten this far with it. There has been one 
and a half seasons that was like, all right, I'm over it. it it's 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 they run their course. Nice. So this is smart. This is a good idea. Let's let's tap out before we make everybody hate us. They still got Flash. They still got Supergirl. They still got Legends of Tomorrow. Those are all Bat fun Woman shows. They have Batwoman coming Super up. They Girl. have several seasons to do out of it. So this makes sense. But what I'm curious about is, do they end it by killing him, or do they just l- give him a happy ending? And or or do they do this where it's just like ambiguous? And he's like, he's still protecting the series, the city, but we've uh, we've ended the show so that he shows up in like other shows as like cameos and shit like that. I, I think that's the approach that uh, during these crossover events or just other shows, they would they would still keep him. I think that's the smartest approach. And you know what? You know what? And I know what Josh is going to say, and I'm going to get angry about it. But you know what? If they end the show like that, he could show up in a fucking movie and like Justice League 3. Hey, here's Arrow, Stephen Amell. And everybody's like, hey, what's up, man? What's, how's it going? Yeah, it's never going <laughs> to happen. But it'd be nice. Uh, Josh, what about you? I, again, I, I, this was a show that you had you had really championed in the beginning for us to start watching. Um, No. No, it was Brian. Uh, okay. Thank you. Brian, Brian got me on it after after saying I'm not watching a CW show. Pay unto Caesar what is his. <laughs> I will render unto Caesar. Thank you. That which is Caesar's. Uh, render it. Uh, <laughs> so <laughs> I was I was dead set against Arrow because CW and Brian convinced me to watch it. I watched it season one, loved it. Um, I stayed with it for a few seasons. I'm I'm behind. I'm probably season six, so I'm I'm way behind. Um. You know, probably needs to end. Story's kind of shit. It's kind of all over the place. Coming up, you know, gone off the rails type deal. Well, uh, Arrow, we will miss you. You did open up the Berlantiverse, so uh, we appreciate everything you've done for us. All right. the Again, another trailer that just intrigued me. Burn Bright uh, may be the weirdest take or coolest take on Superman that we've seen in years. And this is written and directed uh, by James Gunn. Uh, of Guardians of the Galaxy fam. So this is a, let me give you the premise of this. Basically, it's what if Superman uh, landed on Earth and as a kid, he wasn't uh, beloved at all, but rather bullied and decided to turn to the dark side. And Well, Superman was bullied. Yeah, I know, but I mean like, but then turn to the dark side. Yeah, it's like it's like if he was the omen. Right, yes, the omen for that. If he was that. Damien with superpowers. It's got Elizabeth Banks in it. Looks creepy AF. It does. Oh, it is. Really yeah. Creepy. creepy. My favorite part is there's there's a scene where a guy is driving a truck down the road. It's in the middle of the night. He comes around a corner. There's the, the Superman-esque little kid. And he's like, nope, nope. And then like he starts to fly. He goes, nope, nope. And puts the car in reverse and starts driving away. I'm like, that is the. That was Badger, by the yes, way. Yes, it was Badger. From, uh, Breaking that Bad, was the yeah. exact reaction that you should be having. Uh, Solid on this one. I'm like, Badger, what are you doing? <laughs> um. Josh, what what were your opinions on on this uh, on this trailer? I mean, I think it's a really cool take um, on what could happen if, but like, I mean, it looks creepy as hell. Like, I don't know, I don't, I'm I'm not. It's probably not a theater thing for me. Yeah, no, this is this is definitely not a Josh Burns sitting in a dark room movie theater experience. So, Brian, um, I'm I'm very curious. Uh, this is not like a red kryptonite situation. This is him actually being kind of demonic esque. Okay, first off, I want I, I, oh, I need please. to correct you there. Please, red kryptonite does not turn Superman evil. Okay, okay, it just kind of makes him like all I, I don't know. Like it it, it 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 like turns his skin inside out. It's weird. I don't know. Read Tower of Babel. Anyway, <laughs> um, 
My first impressions. It looks good. It's a, it's really creepy AF. I enjoy a good horror movie when it does something differently. This is doing something differently. It's also pretty much banking on the popularity of superheroes to say, let's make a superhero horror movie. Not even really superhero. Evil hero. An evil hero. That would be a villain, just so movie. you're aware. Villain! That's the word yes, that you're looking a for. a villain. Yeah. A villain who is scary. It looks good. I'm I'm interested. When's it come out? Comes out May 24th, Brian. Thanks, CJ. Just in time for my birthday. Uh, so I I turned this into our question of the week, saying, "What were your thoughts about this movie? But also, what other superhero do you think deserves a horror film?" Starting with Patreon supporter Brian Roman, he said, "Well, I'm typically not down for horror movies. I'm always down for a fresh take on classic heroes." Instagram follower one and a Dylan. Batman, watching the death of his parents inspired one of the greatest serial killers Gotham has ever seen. Also, the criminals are still terrified. Yeah, so if Batman was a villain, get Batman this treatment. Just let him go off the rails for it, like the Joker. Maybe the Joker's the good guy. Who knows? Paul says they already made one. It was called Green Lantern. Oh, hurtful. I actually... You will hear my thoughts on Green Lantern, Patreon subscribers. And Jamala says, looks dope. No? Does right. look dope. Yeah. Jamala. Pablo Mendozex. That is not a real word, but that person says it's like an origin history of Ultraman. I can't wait to watch it. Ultraman is the actual alternate Earth version of like Superman who was evil. So, yeah, cool. Whoever you are, we should be friends and talk more. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, I want to do this next piece as a little bit of follow up. Uh, We were less than impressed with the Dark Phoenix uh, trailer last week. So there was an international version of the trailer released, and I got to be honest, this looks a lot better. Why didn't we get this trailer? Well, isn't that a much better trailer? That is an actual trailer. It's an actual trailer that I care about. Like it from start to finish was captivating. And it doesn't give away the whole fact that Mystique is dead. Like it doesn't doesn't. No, give you that got away. no, no. You got that. You got you absolutely got that Mystique was dead. Charles face, All right. and then they were at a funeral. You got. It could have been for anybody. And no, 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 no. But specifically focusing on Beast and Scott Summers in the rain in suits. She's dead. Okay. But this is a much better trailer. Oh, it's so good, man. Does it look good? And why didn't we get this trailer? Why is this the international trailer? Why didn't America get this? Ladies and gentlemen, it is now time for my favorite hobby, where I go around the internet, I find the weird, I find the obscure, and then I ask these two, well, I guess gentlemen, for their tech perspective. So, Josh, since you are a a traveler of the sorts, uh, uh, flying around the country, really never uh, staying in in one place for too long, I just want to get through... Let's have through the introduction before the tech perspective. Tech perspective. Thank you, Brian, as always, for the theme of tech perspective right in the middle of me talking. So Uber reveals the most bizarre items forgotten by riders. And I, I just thought this was uh, kind of interesting because I think we've all been in a situation where we maybe have had too much to drink and we shouldn't be driving. So we catch an Uber or we catch a Lyft and we... uh. We get on our ways, but I, I'm just I'm really kind of interested in this because uh, there was a one that's broke down by the days of the week. And it said, yeah, on Monday, people most likely forget watches. Tuesday, headphones. Wednesday, laptops. Thursdays, books. Fridays, passports. Saturdays, phones. And yep. Sundays, not kidding. People forget cakes. <laughs> cakes. 
You gotta love the data being collected. There's a, a list of some weird items, but I thought this one was kind of interesting. There's the Lego Championship Wrestling Belt. Someone left that behind an Uber. Uh, a Harry Potter Magic Wand. Someone left behind a mannequin. But the one that was really weird to me was six chicken tenders from 7-Eleven. <laughs> it's, like, it's oddly specific. How many did you get? Do you get like 11? I don't know. Did you eat half of them and say, I'm going to leave the rest for the driver? Is that the Uber driver's tip? Because you got to do that <laughs> shit in the app. And there's nothing that says chicken tenders. It's either like two, four or six dollars. You got to get yourself straight, bro. That's like a double order of chicken tenders. Chicken tenders are usually, we're not talking about nuggets here that come like, you know, four or six tenders. Tenders is th- three, right? For per, per little. Oh like, my uh, god, that's a great point, Josh. Because there's more chicken to the tender than yeah. in the nugget. Yeah. So they, they left behind two of those little cardboard boxes full of chicken tenders. Right. Uh, I also thought uh, salmon head was a uh, that's strange addition. Yeah. But Josh, you've uh, been in, in many a ride share. Have you ever forgotten anything or discovered something weird that someone had left behind? The last time I rode in a taxi. A taxi cab, if you will, uh, was in San Francisco, and uh, we had a bunch of us going from like our hotel to the office, and 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 uh, like three Ubers canceled on us, so we just hailed a taxi. Um, jump in, and there is a bloody handprint. That's right, at my head. Yes, um, <laughs> which uh, was the weirdest thing that's ever happened to me, or that I've seen in a taxi. Like, I mean. I, this is uh, any of you who follow me on Twitter at jnubs572. This has been on my Twitter for years. Um, it's in my media. I don't post a lot of media, so you can see it quickly. Uh, a bloody handprint right next to my fucking head. And the driver very, very much could have been a serial killer. No no doubt in my mind. I remember getting like a text message that day. It was like, please help me. Or if you don't hear from me in like 20 minutes, I need you to call the police. I am not nearly as well versed in the rideshare program as Josh, but I do want to share about the most epic Uber ride I have ever had in my life. Are you ready? Oh, yeah. There's nothing special about it. I was in Fort Lauderdale. Guy pulls up. He's got low lights, like low lights, like it's green on the road underneath him. It's he's okay. got LED it's not, lights it's not, there. It's not low lights, but okay. whatever you want to call them, I've been drinking. It's anyway. Un- undercarriage. <laughs> sure. I don't know cars. There's lights underneath the car. That's all all I know. It's like a spaceship. Okay. I was at the airport getting to the hotel. This mofo had a switch hooked up with several TV screens around. So you could play Mario Kart while driving. So you're driving while he's driving you. It was (laughs) insane and awesome. And I wish the trip was more than 15 minutes. I did find the tweet from uh, Josh, by the way. It was December 10th, 2015. It says there's... (laughs) There's a for real bloody hamper in this cab. Please help me at Uber. Hashtag should have waited the six minutes. But it's not. It's not. It's not a CJ. It's not like a faded. No, no. It's fresh. It's fresh. It's fresh. Now it is time for that kind of nerd to give a product, a topic, whatever. The third degree in a segment that we call the nerd degree. The nerd degree. Anyway. Uh, Josh, there's uh, another one entered by you. I have seen this product before, but it's always nice to know I'm not alone when I find the weird things online. It is called Big Enter Key. Um, it's like a punchable enter key. But why? Well, because sometimes you just need the stress relief, right? And I want to be the guy like, dit, 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 
boom. Yeah. Like I, I want to type my things boom. and then like hammer the enter key. Absolutely. Josh, Josh, if I need stretch relief, I just punch CJ. Stretch relief. He definitely just punches me if he needs stretch. <laughs> what, you know, what, like, I need str- listen, if I need stress relief, really. <laughs> 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 If I need stress relief, I punch CJ. If I need stretch relief, I grab my Stretch Armstrong, circa 1994. So I love this thing because it's described as a, I can't believe this, a big enter USB pillow, anti-stress, supersize enter key, unbreakable pillow feature. That's a good description. No, no, I mean, the feature was the next. The feature isn't in the thing. Um, But anyway, I... I, I can't tell you, after I get done editing the show, I'm just about to upload it. I'm like, oh, finally, two hours done, just, just punch. I definitely I definitely need one of these in my life. And right now, it's on sale for $20. Like, yeah, that's a reasonable price for this uh, really big novelty. I, I do. I do think it's a reasonable price. Like, and, and because... Wait, how much? $20. Bucks. Um, I, do, I do quite a bit of... You know, I use iMessage on my iMac, so I could <laughs> type out a text and then emphatically yes. send it. You know what I equate this to? What? What's that? I equate this to when you went back in, like, 1994. I want to take you back to, like, the 90s. Remember... Josh, you had that clear phone that had all like the pink sprockets in it and shit, and you were on the phone. Maybe you were talking to a lady love. Maybe you were talking to your parents. Who knows? But you got angry and you said, fuck you, and you come. You slammed the phone down. That's what this is. Yeah, because you can't really hang up the phone angrily on a smartphone anymore. No, you can't. But you know what you can do? You can type a text message and whap. Punch an enter key. You can whap the enter key. Whap. You can whap it. Whap it with whap a whap it. Whap it good. Whap it with a whap it wapidly. Uh, in terms of uh, our, our our standard unit of measure, uh, stress relief. Again, this never changes. Um, right. Mm, yes. Yeah, stress. This relief. is for me. I imagine um, a, a, a you know beach house outdoor shower. It's not warm, but it's not cold. Right. But you're getting all the sand off you, but while you're out there, you've left yourself an ice-cold beer, and you can have a shower beer. Ooh. This is the keyboard stress relief equivalent of a shower beer. Shower beer. In terms of our, our, our standard unit measure, this is four Savan Gongs from the Infinite Monkey Theorem. <laughs> and that's, that's a good one. This is when someone makes some delicious cookies, and they're still cooling, but they're they're not too hot, but not too cold. They're just right. They're just a little fresh. Ah, it's the best in a good glass of milk. I'm down for this. The thing looks great. Mm, yes. Glass. All right. Well, ladies and gentlemen, that is the nerdy world this week. I want to thank you so. The nerdy world. <laughs> yep. I'm keeping that in. Uh, do me a favor. If you listen, if you're bold enough and maybe don't like your friends, share this episode with them because sharing is the ultimate internet currency. And we thank you for your donation. Thank you so much for making us your walk around your neighborhood or your drive to work, and we'll see you all next week. Well, welcome to the club, because you are that kind of nerd. Tune in next week for Wine Talk with Brian and Josh, right here on your local NPR station. Why do you go NPR? Why do you go... Why do you go NPR when we're, if talking, we're talking about wines? Wine? Wouldn't that why? I, I'm a wine is, drinker. I I've know, never had an, not like an NPR. No, I've never had an NPR moment in my life. Ever. Wine people are classy. They're not aggressive, Josh. Don't be aggressive. I don't think you. Uh, 
I don't think classy and NPR voice necessarily go together. Um, and I also don't think that not classy and aggressive go together. I'm 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 a classy gentleman. What was the what was the radio station on Parks and Rec with the two? The two guys? <laughs> right, you're listening. I know what you're talking about, though. And oh we, yeah, yeah, yeah. We are now going to be, be playing a melody of jazz big band by <laughs> Snanny Boots and the Muffins. <laughs> That's horrible. Yes, it is quite bad. Quite bad. Have you tried this wine in a can? Uh, I've I've had yeah, not that Packed one. Not, by not, the Infinite Monkey Theorem. Not the monkey wine, but I have had wine from a can, and it's you know it's okay. It is it is a, a Sauvignon Blanc, from what I'm told. You're just sitting around drinking white wine, grape wine with citrus hops added. I'm sorry, it's what? Grape wine with citrus hops. A little bit of lemon, uh, citrusy. No, this some sounds. Lime. This sounds really no. bad. The coconut. That's not. That's, that's not, not wine. It's like a wine. It's like a wine cooler. Yeah, like a like a like someone's like you know what I like IPAs. Do you know what else I like? What I don't really know, but let's just put some other shit inside of it. Oh Lordy Lord, I have not watched this trailer. Hold please. Can't watch this trailer if CJ is talking. I've had. One too many Sauvignon Blancs to understand what the fuck that trailer was about. I, I, you know, your introduction is some pale, fake-ass attempt at a theme song when you do scream to stream. Like, come on, just say the words. CJ? 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 What? I need you to correct yourself. Render. I made you watch. So, Brian, shows. this was a show that that you had championed, and Josh, you uh, Thank you, you dove like headfirst into this after you uh, you got the recommendation from Brian. How do you feel about the uh, the show ending? Josh doesn't. You don't need to say anything. He's gonna edit around it. It's okay. He's gonna he's gonna move the voice around. I did not anticipate after I left work today that this was the Brian I was getting. Well, you didn't anticipate Brian drinking a four pack, I a did, bottle I of d- wine. I did not anticipate an entire this- bottle of wine. I know, I know where Brian's gonna be at the end of the day. I'm like, I know what kind of Brian I'm gonna be getting. Nope, it's wrong on this one. Your question, CJ. What was your question? What were your first impressions <laughs> after watching this trailer? <laughs> <laughs> you sound so I defeated. Don't, I don't feel I good. I don't have the energy for this. Keep, keep going, CJ. I got one more can. Can you fucking answer the goddamn question? <laughs> Well, I don't know if you know this, CJ, but Sunday is a very big cake day. It's a huge day for the cake industry. A lot of events happening, perhaps weddings or maybe birthdays or parties. There's a lot of cakes going on. People bring cakes to other venues and other events, and they forget the cakes in the Uber rider. Now, hey, if you're an Uber driver, you get to eat that cake. Congratulations to you. Other than that, this article's dumb. CJ, I finished all the cans of wine. <laughs> it's all empty. I'm going to need you to break this so I can go get more Jameson. I'm just saying I'm a little loopy. Really? Prepare yeah. yourself. Be October. Loopy. Really? You're a little loopy? Loopy. Oh. All right. Anyway, let's wrap it up. What's the rating system today? Hold me now. I'm six feet from the edge and I'm thinking maybe six feet. It's so far down.